Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week we continue learning the book Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda, Hodot Halibabot and last time we were learning that there are seven factors that will make it possible for one to place his trust in another person. I'm not going to go through these factors but at the end we understood that it's impossible to find one person in the world that would have all these characteristics. And in reality, he's talking about God. So the, the only being that we can fully trust in our life 100% is Hashem. Today, uh, we're learning, we continue to learn in the chapter of the, of the trust in God, of, a, of the gate of, of Emunah that there are five prefaces, that the, the comprehension and realization of which will bring a person to complete trust in God. And we're going to go through the first one. And the first, he says, he should believe and clearly recognize that the seven qualities which it un united in the object of ones must make it possible to trust in him are united in God. I have already mentioned them and discussed them in light of passages that occurred to me from scripture. And these qualities are as follows. So the Creator, may He be exalted, is the most compassionate one of all towards men. So one of the qualities that God has that is like the utmost quality of God is that God is merciful. He has compassion and mercy, mercy and He shows it to man and to anyone besides Him all derived from God's compassion and mercy. As it says in scripture, and he will give you compassion and have compassion on you and multiply you. So if you look at your life, in reality, like everything you have is out of Hashem's compassion. We really don't deserve anything. We, this, this entitlement mentality is the most antagonistic mentality uh, for a person that believes in Hashem. Because a, a true believer of God understands that it's a miracle we're here. It's a gift. It's a gift to be alive. It's a gift that God Hashem put us in this world. It's a gift that He gave us a beautiful world. It's a gift that He gave us the abilities that He gave us and the opportunities that He gives us. Even a person that goes through hardships in his life, Hashem has, is a merciful God. There's a reason for them. So, the, none of the ways in which man's welfare is further are unknown to the Creator. May he be exalted. This follow, follows logically. For man is one of God's works, and there is no one who knows more about that, that, what benefits a thing or harms it, about the mishaps and what can befall it, the ailments that can beset it, and what can cure it than its maker. So, it, what it's saying here is that God formed us. He gave us life and he knows us better than anybody else. So it's like a parent. He knows what's good for his kid. And, and he knows that the kid needs this medicine because he's sick and he needs to give it to him. Even though the kid is going to cry and it's going to taste horrible. But the, he has to give him the antibiotic because if not his strep throat is not going to be cured. So the same way Hashem sometimes has to give things to us that look like a horrible medicine, but in reality he's curing us from another mis mishap. If this is the reality among human makers who created nothing in their work except for accidental forms and have no skill or power whatsoever to create the basis of the essential form, how much more so must be true of the creator of the essence of human being, his form, character and orderly unity? He is without a doubt absolutely wise and knowing in what is beneficial or harmful or good for man. So 
we know for example people that are complaining because they don't make money they feel like losers they never made a penny you know what who knows if he, they would have made money if they would be kind people you don't know what, how, what type of person you would be if you had billions of dollars in the bank but Hashem knows so in a certain way sometimes we don't get what we want but in, in reality Hashem is protecting us from ourselves He's, allow, he's helping us be the best people we can be. So the Creator, may He be exalted, is the strongest of all the strong. His word is absolute. No one can reverse His sentence as it says, wherever God willed, He did. So is my word which proceeds from my mouth. It does not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. He oversees the governance of all human beings. He neither forsakes them nor ignores them. None of their affairs, small or great, are hidden from him. One matter does not distract him from another matter. So here we see Hashem is omnipresent. Like he's so worried about you. And the same way he's worried about me. And he's worried about the earthquake in Peru yesterday. And he's worried about the, the, the war in Syria. And he's worried about this. And he's worried about... For him, it's all the same. It's not that this person is more important than this person is less important. For him, everybody. He worries about all of us. So it says here... Uh, as it says, why do you say, Yaakov, why do you declare Israel? My way is hidden from Hashem, my cause is removed from before my God. Do you not know, have you not heard? Hashem is the God of the universe, creator of the ends of the earth. He does not tire or grow weary. His, his wisdom is unfathomable. So, Hashem is everywhere. Hashem knows everything. Hashem knows what's best. And when we realize this, then we can have that sense of, 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 of peace inside of us. Someone is taking care of you. So no one can benefit or hurt either himself or anyone else except with the permission of the Creator. May He be exalted. So God forbid you're walking down the street and you get mugged. And you would think, but where was God? He was there. He allowed it to happen. He allowed that person to mug you. That's shocking. That's shocking. Like, if you fall down and you break a leg, he was with you. He allowed you to fall down and break your leg. So the question is, why would he do that to me? What do I have to learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I use this as an opportunity to become a better person or to connect to God? So if a person realizes that not one of the created things can help or harm him except with the permission of the Creator, may he be exalted, he will turn his heart away from fear of them or hope in them and will trust in the Creator alone as it says, trust not in rulers, in a human being in whom there is no deliverance. So yeah, you know, sometimes I walk down the street and sometimes I get a little nervous because there's very weird people around here. And I walk and I say, ain't not milvado, ain't not milvado, ain't not milvado. Hashem is everywhere, Hashem is everything. Ain't not milvado. I'm not scared. Hashem is with me. Whatever it is, He's with me. So one should be conscious of God's abundant goodness to man. How in His great kindness and grace He has rated him on this good without His deserving it. And not out of any need to do so, but rather as a gift, a favor, and a grace, as we explain in the Great of Re Reflection. 
as David, peace be upon him, said, Manifold are the acts you have performed, Hashem, my God, your wondrous deeds and the thoughts to, towards us, I declare and pronounce, none can compare with you. Your wonders are too great to recount. So yeah, the, Hashem is, is bigger than we can ever imagine. He's infinite. And um, there's no way to repay him for everything he does for us. You know, when I moved to Florida, 20, it's going to be 21 years ago, and we moved from Colombia, which was such a dangerous place. And in those days, I was not um, a religious woman. I was a, I was a secular person. I had a sense of grateful, of gratitude towards God that I, I cannot explain. Like, he took us out of, of this country that was in turmoil. It was so hard to live there. He brought us to beautiful sunny Miami. We were able to buy a beautiful home. And the only thing I could think of was, you know what, I have to pay back. I have to pay back. I need to make my house kosher. And it came out of no, like it was an idea I had. That, that changed my whole life forever. Just making my home kosher spurred us into a direction I never imagined. So yes, he's so kind to us. And, but we have to be grateful. We have to see the blessings He sends us. Many people go through life not even recognizing them. So it should be clear to a person that all created things in this world, whether sustenance or accidents, substance, substance or accident have definite limits nothing can add or detract from. What the Creator may, He be exalted, decrease in a regard to its quantity, quality, time or place, no one can increase what he decreed to be few or diminish what he de decreed to be many. So this is a very important concept to understand. Some people sometimes they have a feuds with family members about money. Like God forbid the, par the parents die and they are left with the, with the family business and then one brother takes away from the rest. What it's telling us here is like really whatever is yours is yours. Nobody can take it away from you. You're kidding me? Like, yeah, it's not a, a comfortable thing to go through. It's terrible. It's horrible that a person would do that. Yes, that's his relationship with God. That's his problem. But you have to understand that in reality, nobody can take away anything that's from you. If he's taking away from you the business, Hashem is going to give you what you, what you deserve, what it's yours, what, you, what is rightfully yours. You're, you'll get the money from somewhere else. So a person who does not... A person who does not understand the affairs of the world thinks that if it is the new created cause that affects changing things and their transformation from one state to another, actually the cause is too weak and insignificant to bring about the change or transformation in the essence of things. We perceive, for instance, that a single grain or wheat produces 300 years of wheat. So we're limited in our perception of Hashem's goodness. We think that a single grain of wheat produces 300 ears of wheat, each of which wears 30 grains. So each, um, each ear of wheat brings 30 more, grain, more, more grains, so that a single grain produces 10,000 grains, or nearly that number. Can anyone fail to recognize that the force inherent in the grain is insufficient to produce this amount? Like, look at an apple tree, for example. And then you look around you and there's a hundred apple trees that came from this apple tree. So Hashem has a way in which he makes magic and we don't perceive it. 
And the, the wise man alluded to this in his saying, there is a time for everything, a moment for all concerns under the heavens. This is King Solomon in Coheles. And then he cited 28 instances from a time to be born and a time to die until a time for war and a time for peace. He said further, for a time of calamity comes to them all, for a high one is watched by a higher one, and there are still higher ones over them. So the Creator's ways of judgment are too hidden, deep, and exalted for us to arrive at acknowledge of their particulars, certain, certainly not of their general principle, as it says in Scripture. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So this is Yeshayahu. So what Rabbi Pakuda is telling us here and at the end of this, um, of this uh, section is that Hashem is so big that we cannot grasp Him. It's bigger than ourselves. And that what we should be is humble people and, and, and just acknowledge where our blessings come from. This, this really creates a lot of emuna, a lot of, 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 of trust in God. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you. <laughs>